SEO tools. There's loads of them. They range from free to really expensive. They all promise the world and often they give completely different information. So how do you know which one to choose? And how do you know which one is the most reliable? Well, in this podcast episode, we're going to have a bit of a shootout between a whole bunch of different SEO tools to see which has the most accurate data. So stay tuned to find out which we found to be the most accurate SEO tool. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja podcast. My name's Tim. I'm Head Ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is a digital marketing agency. We spend a lot of our time using SEO tools and we've tested lots and lots of different ones. So in this podcast episode, we're going to have a bit of a shootout to see which has the most accurate data. I'm also going to share some of the free tools that we use on a day-to-day basis at Exposure Ninja. Now, these tools tend to help with one specific area of SEO, like analyzing your site or checking a competitor's link profile. So we're going to be talking about the best free SEO tools, but also the best paid SEO tools as well. Because when it comes to getting the most amount of data possible, and the most amount of competitor insight, eventually, you're likely going to have to opt for one of the paid SEO super tools, as I call them. Oh, by the way, before we start looking at the free SEO tools, don't forget that if you want any help with your website or SEO, then you can request a free website and digital marketing review from us here at Exposure Ninja. All you need to do is go to Exposure Ninja com and click the big button. What will happen when you do this is you'll find a questionnaire which asks you for a bit of information about your business and about your marketing goals. This will then make its way to our team and we will record a video for you showing you how to improve your website's ranking and also your conversions completely free of charge. It's awesome. So go to ExposureNinja.com to request your free review today. So first up, let's look at some of the free SEO tools that pretty much every SEO or digital marketer needs in their toolbox. First up, Screaming Frog. Now Screaming Frog is great for analyzing your website and finding technical SEO tweaks to make to improve your ranking. We primarily use Screaming Frog to perform site audits to tell us the sort of pages that might have issues with meta or pages being indexed that shouldn't be. The next free SEO tool is Moz Domain Analysis. Now this is a great way to get a free fast overview of any particular website's authority. Moz Domain Authority or DA is pretty much industry standard recognition of a site's authority now that Google has removed its page rank number from the toolbar. And whilst it's imperfect, Moz DA is a very useful shortcut to understand how authoritative a site is in relation to other sites. Whilst the data that the Moz Domain Analysis tool gives you is much more limited than some of of the other tools that we're going to be looking at. If you just need a quick overview of how authoritative your site is or a competitor's site, or you want to analyze how authoritative a publication might be, MozDA is a pretty good place to start. Next tool, which is an absolute must have for every website owner is Google Search Console. Now Google Search Console or GSC has become way more useful for SEOs over the last few years. And it has one massive advantage over the other tools in this video. And that massive advantage is that the data Google Search Console gives you is measured data that comes directly from Google, i.e 
this is their first party data. That's great because you know that it's accurate. Whereas some of the other tools that we're looking at today, they are guesstimate data, they're projections, they're based on a small sample size or crawling or scraping or taking data from looking at how people are using websites. You know that when you go into Search Console, that data is going to be as close as Google will give you to being completely accurate. So you can pretty much rely on things like impressions and the number of clicks your site's getting as being accurate. Now you can use Google Search Console to see all sorts of useful things like how many times your site is showing up in search, how many clicks it's getting, and also the keywords that are driving clicks too. And you've got the really useful kind of basic stuff such as how is Google able to crawl your site, how's Google processing any schema on your site, and also are there any mobile issues. And of course, if you really want to sleep well at night, you can use Google Search Console to find out if Google thinks your website has been hacked or not. <laughs> it's just laugh a minute inside Search Console. So. so these tools are great as the basics and they're really useful if you want to analyze your own site in depth or analyze your competitors at a very surface level. But what about if you want to take things up a notch? If you want to find new opportunities, analyze different types of keywords or most importantly, spy on your competitors so you can steal their best ideas. Adapt. Adapt their best ideas. Well, then it might be time to take a look at one of the SEO super tools like SEMrush, Ahrefs, SpyFu, SERPs that claim to do all sorts of things, awesome things, showing you how much traffic each of those pages is getting and from which keyword. Tracking their and your ranking from particular devices, from different locations over time. Now, a lot of people understandably get really obsessed about finding out how much traffic their competitor sites are getting. Which leads us onto this topic of data. One of my personal bugbears inside the world of SEO is how people treat data as all the same. Broadly speaking, we actually have two types of data. We have measured data and we have what I call guesstimate data. So measured data is the stuff that is reported by the organization or by the tool that it is measured from. Now, as we've seen, Google Search Console is a great SEO tool if you want to use measured data. But the trouble is, if you're basing all of your SEO work on only Google Search Console, your competitors probably aren't going to give you access to their Google Search Console so that you can see which pages are performing the best so you can build a content strategy to crush them into the ground. So if you really want to do some snooping, you're going to have to use one of these SEO super tools, which obviously leads to the question, how accurate is the data inside these super tools? What you don't want to do is build an entire SEO strategy around the data in these super tools only to find out that it's completely inaccurate. And the strategies that you thought were working really well for your competitors are actually doing absolutely nothing for them. So I wanted to find out which of these super tools has the most accurate data. So I devised a little test to find out. So we decided to have each tool tell us how much traffic they thought five different websites were getting from organic search. Now, these five websites are all clients of Exposure Ninja. So we've got access to their analytics and their search console. So we know exactly how much data they are getting from organic search. So we're basically putting up the tools against the measured data to see which one is closest. Now, we chose these five sites based on a couple of different factors. Firstly, we wanted to choose a mixture of UK and US sites. And then secondly, we wanted to choose sites with different amounts of traffic. Some of the sites that we're going to be looking at are much newer, so they have lower traffic volume, but some of them are more established and have larger traffic volume. Now, all of these fit into the small and medium sized business category. We're not looking at sites like Facebook here because 
most of the people who are considering these tools are going to be in that small and medium sized business category. So whilst it's much easier to have accurate estimate data for huge massive sites with millions and millions of visits each month, we wanted to focus this test on smaller sites that were getting four, five or six figures of monthly organic traffic. Now, because these are all clients of Exposure Ninja, I'm not going to share the website URL with you, but I will share their data. Now, before I do so, I just wanted to talk about how these tools are getting to this data. Now, answering a question like how much organic traffic a particular website gets might seem really straightforward. But actually, it's really not because in order to make an estimate of how much organic traffic a website is going to get, the first thing these tools need to do if they're going to guess how much organic traffic a website gets is they need to measure the search results for a huge number of different keywords because they need to know where each of these websites is ranking for a whole range of different keywords. Then the tools need to estimate how many times each of these keywords is being searched per month in each of the locations. Then they need to estimate what percentage of those searchers are clicking on that website based on its ranking for those keywords. So in order to give accurate data, these tools need to measure a huge number of keywords, they need to track the positions accurately for the ranking of each of these keywords, they need to know approximately how many people are searching for each of these terms every month. And then they need to be able to work out how much of that search traffic each of these sites is getting based on its position. So we've really got these four metrics which are then multiplied together and give us this output which is how much organic traffic a site is going to be getting. So whilst on the surface it might seem like a really basic simple question for one of these tools to answer, it's a great test because it actually multiplies so many of these different estimates together and any inaccuracy obviously is going to be multiplied out and can give wildly different results. Which by the way is exactly what we got. Okay so remember each of these tools has estimated how much organic traffic each of these sites gets. The first site we measured actually got 3,422 monthly organic visits. SEMrush estimated 5,100. Ahrefs estimated 2,700. Serpstat measured 31,600, so out by almost a factor of 10. SpyFu estimated 124 thousand. So that's out by a factor of 40. The next site, the real organic traffic was about 223,000 a month. SEMrush estimated 259,000. Ahrefs estimated 136,000. Serpstat estimated 1.4 million and SpyFu 140,000. Again, we can see how the difference between the closest and the furthest off is just insane. We've literally got these tools for the same site estimating differently by a factor of 10. Third site in our test got around 7,000 monthly visits from organic search. SEMrush estimated about 12,000. Ahrefs estimated about 5,000. Serpstat, again, way off with 136,000. And SpyFu with 67,000. The fourth site in the test was around 13,700. SEMrush estimated 27,000. Ahrefs estimated 27,700. Serpstat estimated 218,000 and SpyFu estimated 1.15 million. The final site on our list had around 5,000 monthlies. SEMrush estimated 2,900. Ahrefs estimated 1,500. Serpstat 
33,000 and Spyfu 38,500. So in order to score these results and announce our overall winner to our little test, we decided to award three points to the tool that was closest, two points to the tool that was second closest, one point to the tool that was third closest and zero points to the tool that was furthest away from the real data. Are you ready for the results? In last place came Spyfu with only two points out of a possible 15. I mean, Spyfu had some ridiculously inaccurate data and it wasn't consistently over or under, which means I'd actually be pretty cautious about even using it to compare different sites because it doesn't seem to be consistently wrong. It just seems to be very wrong in different ways. In third place, Serpstat with three points out of a possible 15. Again, a bit like SpyFu, there was some really inaccurate stuff here. You know, any tool that gets things wrong by an order of magnitude might be quite difficult to trust for particular data. Um, it did tend to overestimate across the board though. So for comparison purposes, maybe it's usable, but even so I'd be reluctant to trust data for sites of this size. In second place, Ahrefs with seven points out of a possible 15. Pretty impressed with Ahrefs, the data seemed to be broadly pretty good. In first place, with 11 points out of a possible 15, SEMrush, and this is kind of why we use SEMrush as our primary SEO tool here inside Exposure Ninja. Not only has it performed best in our little test here, we also find the functionality is awesome and it also tends to blow everything else out of the water with search volumes for trending keywords. So things that see a large spike in keyword search volume, this can be useful for seasonality, for promotional stuff, or if you're trying to piggyback on a trend like Trump's ban of TikTok, for example, SEMrush tends to give the best data for those sorts of keywords. So we award SEMrush the overall best data in this very simple, quick and dirty little test. But the other thing I would say is that on the whole, the lesson from this is to take guesstimate data always with a pinch of salt. We use and love SEMrush because it gives us loads of different tools from helping us find blog posts and content that's ranking best for competitors to finding related keywords and spying on competitors paid ad traffic. Even though we love it and the data's pretty good, we would never trust the data as gospel because at the end of the day, all of this data from these super tools is guesstimate data. It's not measured data that comes directly from the source. It's all susceptible to things like seasonal changes, growth or drops over time, and basically extrapolating from lots of low volume searches what traffic might be. It's really difficult to estimate the organic traffic to a site that's only getting 3000 visits a month. That's a really, really tough thing to do. Now, of course, most of these tools performed better for high traffic, high volume keywords, but many of the businesses using them are not huge corporations. They are small and medium sized businesses that want to make strategic decisions based on the data inside them. So we've got other videos on how to use SEMrush. It is our preferred SEO tool of choice, and we've actually managed to negotiate a free trial for viewers of the Exposure Ninja videos on YouTube. If you go to thankyouninjas.com, you can actually get a free trial of SEMrush. SEMrush isn't advertised anywhere on their website. We managed to negotiate it with them because we love it and we use it. So you can get stuck in, you can track your competitors, you can see what sorts of things they're ranking for that you might want to copy. And don't forget, we've got other videos on our YouTube channel about how to use SEMrush and how to do competitor analysis to 
snoop and find out what those sneaky little so-and-sos are doing. Hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope it's given you some food for thought next time you look at some data from an SEO tool about just how accurate are those numbers. Don't forget to request your free website and marketing review from Exposure Ninja. If you haven't already, go to ExposureNinja.com and click the big green button and we'll show you how to increase the volume of leads and sales that your website generates for you. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please do leave us a rating. I know that being asked to leave a rating or asked to subscribe can often kind of blur into the background noise, can't it, when you're listening to podcasts. But if you actually do leave us a rating, we read every single one. It means so much to us as well. And we're all high-fiving internally when we get a new awesome review. So please leave us a rating and review. Massively appreciated. See you next week.